the Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. Hello. Hey, mate, Mitch here. How you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Excellent. Just uh, saw your uh, saw yourself on the uh, the morning show this morning on Channel Seven. Uh, you're doing doing the heavy rounds, I guess, for this movie at the moment. How is the promo going? It's going really well, thank you. Yeah, it's been very very positive, and it's easy to do this when you're happy about the thing that you're <laughs> you're promoting. So it's uh, yeah, it's been great. It's good. I guess it's the best time for a movie like this, a family sort of movie, to be coming out because we're all slowly starting to get back out there doing normal things, and especially going to the movies, which you know I've been going on and off for the last two years, but otherwise cinema has been very empty. But Kids' movies like this tend to pack out the cinemas, so it's almost the best, I guess, time in my mind to release something like this because people want to come and see it anyway, and they're all coming back wanting to get back to the movies. We're hoping so, yeah. It feels like there's a, a, a hopefully the beginning of a, a new phase, and you know we've been nervously watching that, obviously, over the last couple of years, wondering what the fate of the movie would be in that sense, but it's wonderful that it's seems to have landed in a window where that is all opening up again. It's yeah. really, really cool. I guess a movie like this, you, you guarantee this is going to be released in sort of peak times. But reading through the sort of history of this, it's it's copped a couple of delays because of COVID. Knowing, you know, what kind of product you have and knowing, you know, and what it turned out. I saw it the other day and loved it. You know, you know what's coming. Does, does it still make you nervous when you're having to deal with, the, I guess, the unknown uh, of, of what's going on at the moment? Or you just knew, look, it's going to find a date eventually and people are going to see it and love it? Look, it's it's one of those things where, in terms of people's reactions to it, you know, all you can do is hope for the best. I mean, the at, at the very least, though, because I've been on it, I was executive producer on the movie, so I've been there from the start and watching each phase of it go past. That, it, at the very least, it's something that I'm able to say that I'm genuinely really proud of as a movie. So, whatever happens next. And again, it's a little bit, for me, it's a little bit akin at the moment of standing on a shore and watching a tsunami heading towards me a little bit because, you know, you just don't know what it will be when it lands. But it's um, that said, I I love it. I actually genuinely love it. And, and I've seen enough train wreck adaptations over the years because I'm a big movie fan to know that it could have gone a very different way, you know, but I my trust in DreamWorks more than paid off. They've just been extraordinary in the way that they've created the film. Well, when I first saw that, you know, this movie was coming and you look at just the cast and I thought, you know, okay, this it's getting out, out, adapted. This is great. You know, an Australian author and I will go into it in a minute. I've got plenty of your books at home and more that are more that are on their way. So I was really happy to see this is getting the big screen treatment, but then it's DreamWorks and it's getting, you know, like Eaton Cohen is doing the screenplay and then you go through the voice cast in this film. Like this is as big as an animated movie sort of gets like Hollywood A-listers, you know, I, I was selling it to adults at my workplace you know they're not going to go and watch a kids film by themselves and I'm saying hey Sam Rockwell's in this and it just it turned it turned heads and you know you're you're writing this book for the last couple of years in these series when you actually start to see this movie come together and and how big it is and all these names attached you know what's uh, what what's your reaction to this this is your work and suddenly it's this massive movie oh it's a it's a beautiful feeling and and you know in terms of the cast you know, we all put, I mean, I put together a list of people who I thought would be great at the beginning and obviously said of the wonderful casting department at DreamWorks and everybody involved did. And But I, happily, all of our lists coincided and in some cases they were very, very short lists and the people who have ended up being the characters were on those lists almost uniformly. Wow. And it's, um, yeah, I, I, it's obviously a dream come true in terms of Sam. You know, I've been a gigantic fan of Sam's 
since his very first film, a movie called Lawn Dogs uh, that he made back in the 90s before he did The Green Mile and kind of broke out. I just think he's amazing. But all of them, Mark Maron, I wasn't familiar with Mark's work at all, actually, because I, I wasn't, I didn't, I'd never listened to WTF and hadn't seen his stand-up. And mm. when they suggested him, they I saw, I think I saw 15 seconds of his stand-up and went, oh my God, it's Mr. Snake. It, <laughs> it, it's just re- remarkable. It's like absolutely remarkable piece of casting. And he, he, he blew my mind. I think his performance is beautiful. I just love him. Yeah, I, I found myself really listening to especially in the early sort of opening you know not narration but when uh, when uh, wolf is looking towards the camera in the audience and and at the opening of the film and i found myself probably for the first time really listening to the the script but then also thinking about how different the, that particular voice actor is changing the words and i thought the script was great and what i i thought the lines and the jokes and the punchlines were all great but i just thought sam rockwell just sort of seemed to elevate it to a, another level and listening to him i i don't know whether you know you were there listening to him actually record the lines but in my mind a lot of it delivered sounded like Sam Rockwell is sitting down, legs up on the desk with a drink in his hand, just casually just throwing out barbs because it just sounded Sam Rockwell cool. It just had that sort of real like unique voice that he has. And I thought he just seemed so perfect for that role. And, and I haven't actually read a bad guy's book. My kids are more pig the pug at this stage. And, and still I felt so attracted to this character and, and these stories based on how the film opened like that. Sam is the coolest man alive. There's no doubt about it. And we actually, we did, there was a table read. We we were planning to do all together in LA, but because of COVID, it wasn't possible. So it was done on Zoom. The The whole cast got together with me and the producers. And and I got to see the guys read through the script. And uh, yes, you, you, your vision of Sam is, is not far, not far <laughs> off. It was a beautiful thing to see. And what else? Uh, what else comes now? I mean, I've, I've read about um, Thelma the Unicorn that, that it had at least had been set, or it is still set for a, a Netflix adaptation. Yeah, obviously. it's in it's in full production already. Yeah, oh, no, unreal. it's well underway. It's a big musical. It's it's looking really cool. Jared Hess, who made um, Napoleon Dynamite and Mastermind, wow, and stuff like that. He's, he's written and directed it with Bob Jerusha, and it's um, yeah, it's 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 coming together beautifully. And uh, for all the others, well, piranhas, don't eat bananas. My kids, like I said, pig the pug, uh, which is very unique to my family too because we have a sausage dog. So Trevor obviously really speaks to us. Actually, we have two. And my uh, my brother-in-law, so my kid's uncle's name is Trevor. So they just think the idea of a, of a sausage dog named Trevor who always gets the best of pig is the funniest thing in the world. To the point where my kids, we own all the books. They go to school library and still hire out your books to bring home. So we definitely give Aaron Blaby a run in, in our house. So thanks for everything that you've brought uh, brought to my family but uh, congratulations on the movie and I can't wait to see more and I almost was hanging around to the end because I'm like is there going to be like a post credit scene where Pig the Pug shows up because I feel like this is I want to see the Blaby verse you know I want to see all your characters sort of come together and, and I, I feel like the world's you know just opening the fact that this is happening now the bad guys it is great and I can't wait to take my kids uh, next weekend to go see it a special preview and then obviously it opens up uh, March 31 and Film of the Unicorn whenever that comes to, to us on Netflix mate it just uh, keeps going for you so congratulations Congratulations and thanks for talking to us and best of luck for um, the release of The Bad Guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one, mate. The Ash, Lutzy and Susie O'Neill podcast.